0: fee, and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio.
1: Good morning, friends. Welcome to Fashion Friday. Let's get right into the juicy gossip in the fashion world. First, we're going to talk about Olympic fashion since the Olympics has started already, but um, will officially start for us here viewing uh, our time zone tonight. So excited about that. I did, I did watch a tiny bit last night. Um, nothing too exciting. And then I got, I kind of got tied up in some like specials. There were some like Biography specials on some of the gymnasts, which I wanted to familiarize myself with. Obviously, I know the Simone Biles and know the uh, Lori. What is her name? Hernandez, the girls from from four years ago.
0: However, well, I think Lori is uh, is broadcasting. She's one oh, of the broadcasting she, Oh, so team. she's
1: not – she didn't – okay, so I didn't – wasn't sure if she – because this special was about – they highlighted about four or five different hopefuls. Mm. She was in there because she was making a comeback. So I'm guessing she's not there. Uh, <laughs> if you Well, maybe I'm getting
0: the wrong person. So,
1: um, are you thinking of uh, – oh, my gosh, what's her name? Really, really pretty girl. Like, um, oh, my Dominic Do, – Dominique Dawes? You thinking of her? Is that her no, name? No. No? Okay.
0: Well, well. anyway. One of the gymnasts is back this year as a broadcaster.
1: Okay. Okay. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. This special I watched was about these young... One girl was like 16, and because of the cutoff because of the COVID, the pandemic and the, being, the Olympics being pushed back, she now made it, which I think this girl is the one to watch. Oh, I wish I could remember her name, and I don't. It's a really cool name, like Cooper or something like that. I can't remember Ooh. now. Anyway, um, she was probably my favorite, and then they highlighted a couple of other girls from different parts of the country and just followed them training and sort of their story. And um, I fell asleep, but I saw up until... They went to – they started the uh, competition season, and they had gone to the first of them. I don't know if it was nationals or whatever it was, the first. And there was like six different or five different competitions they had to go to in order to get to – and do well at in order to get to the Olympic trials. Mm. So it was kind of documenting all of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I don't know who made it, who went. I only saw up to the first competition, so I'm kind of excited to see, I guess, tonight. I'll see. So I'm going to watch the opening ceremonies. Um, The U.S. will enter third to last. Um, Why? Because the host country, Japan, obviously, enters last. The host of 2028, which is France, will enter second to last. And then the U.S. will enter Third to last. I always thought it went by, I think it does. It goes by alphabetical order.
0: Well, it kind of does. Kind of does, yeah. It isn't complete. I mean, Austria and Australia came in in the middle somewhere, and I I couldn't figure that out.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Again, maybe it has to be. But they were
0: near each other, though. Yeah. So that was alphabetical, but I don't know.
1: So, did you see the opening ceremony? I was
0: watching a bit okay. of them this morning. You were str- yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Did you see the Olympic, the U.S. team?
0: No. Well, on the bus.
1: On the bus. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, All right. They
0: were just arriving, and and. Debussing. <laughs> okay. When I had to stop watching.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I was going to watch this morning. I thought, no, I'm going to wait and save it for tonight because we have a whole dinner planned around this, and uh, we're actually ordering in. Um, but we kind of planned this out, and we're ma- I'm making uh, Parmesan cheese popcorn. <laughs> that was my contribute contribution. Um, but anyway, I'm excited to see this. The U.S. flag bearers are Sue Bird it was plays basketball, and Eddie Alvarez, baseball, although I believe he's won medals in other events. And why I say this, because we need to pay close attention to them, especially, and all the athletes, because they will be wearing the self-regulating cooling system jacket. Oh. So I'm very, I talked about this. I believe it was last week or the week before. This is the jacket that Ralph Lauren made, designed by him. Um, it has some sort of self regulating monitor behind the neck. Hmm. I'm sure it's very well concealed and, and not uncomfortable. And it's some sort of, because it's a jacket. Think about this. And the temperatures in Japan right now are in the 90s, high 90s. Wow. So you're wearing a blazer, a shirt, yes. a scarf, a little twilly around your neck. Uh, i don't know you know i'd want to be in like a sundress or something <laughs> so or, or
0: that jacket from back to the future
1: yes well that's <laughs> what i thought of when i read this <laughs> yeah, i thought really. oh, this is like this is just like back to the future jacket <laughs> so yes there's some kind of self-cooling system in it so it will keep them cool i don't know and of course right away when i i said this um i i met up with a client after that who had listened to the show and she said so when is that going on sale? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I looked into that. Believe it or not, um, not yet. Of course, I think after the Olympics, maybe they will release it. I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to be mass manufactured, but I won't. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So um, we'll see. So I don't know. So so you didn't get to see any events yet,
0: right? Okay. I, well, I watched a little bit of rowing that which was happening last night.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: Okay. And, uh, that was kind of. So what? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Single, you know, single rower shells.
1: Right. Mm. I'm always amazed. Both my husband and I always kind of giggle. I know we probably shouldn't because there's probably serious. I'm sure there's skill involved in this, but we can't help but chuckle when we see the curling. You ever watched that? Well, event? yeah. That's,
0: we won't see that at this time. No, of no, course, no. Because
1: w- it's winter. So oh, yeah. yeah. But curling,
0: yeah. that's so much. Definitely I, a sport.
1: It, it, listen, well, I've done what's, it. What's I, this
0: thing of the ribbon on, on the end of a stick well, that they?
1: Yeah. Well, they we're are gonna doing see gymnastics of, though. We're going
0: to see some of that. With
1: that. Oh, is that's that,
0: true. They do a little tumbling. Is and, that what I'm
1: calling? Curling. Yeah, the the sweepy thing, yeah, right?
0: Yeah. They have to throw a rock, so to speak, or yes. slide a rock.
1: But the, and then it's another like person sh- is sh- shuffleboard.
0: Uh, yes, ten times the weight. <laughs> and but
1: the other person sweeping, sweeping, sweeping fast, and the other person screaming, screaming, screaming. So we were. It was <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. And we were in Newport, Rhode Island, and they had. It must have been the trials or something because it was definitely different countries competing. And it happened to be on TV. I remember in the hotel room, and we were getting ready to go to dinner, and we were like, just laughing because the, the, they were screaming at each other, and I was like, dude. Is it the louder they scream, the more they'll, faster they'll sweep? I don't. I don't know.
0: Know. <laughs> I've seen teams that don't say barely a word to yeah. each other. Yeah. So it doesn't have but, to be. By screaming. the way,
1: I've done that. I've done that. Oh, so, really? Uh, yes, up in Lake Placid, New York. I've done that. So years ago, uh, my husband took his whole company on a l- little bit of a retreat, and we went to Lake Placid. And I was in charge of, well, we were in charge, of sort of planning the activities and the dinners, of course. So one of the things we decided to do for the group was we went to the Olympic Training Center, which was very cool because, remember, it was there in the, what was it, 80, 80-something, I believe, 88 maybe? Anyway, there was a Winter Olympics held there, and... Um, we went to all the the training facility. We got to see the, the ski. Gosh, I don't know what it's called. It's the ski slope where they go really fast and down and up. One, it's one person at a time. It's not like this. It's just kind of kind of up and it's like one big, huge trick they do. They kind of go down from a gigantic hill and then they kind of just take off. Oh. And they're kind of like. It's a ski jump. Ski jump. Yeah. 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 I thought it had a fancier name. Yeah.
0: yeah they kind of fly off the yes, The they clothing fly helps them fly. They're like a.
1: And yeah, they're, they're like a
0: flying squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> they're
1: in like a, a certain position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because skis it, the ski
0: also helps them get lift.
1: Yes. So we got to see that, like literally. In pro- I was like, wow, to be standing there, and we saw the the uh, slalom and we the area this the luge thing. We yeah, actually I was did say that. The bobsled
0: run is we did uh, the bobsled. There.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It, and this was what, um, the,
0: you went down in the bobsled. We did. Yeah. Wow.
1: We broke up into little teams, and we all raced each other. Actually. My team did not win, and I was not happy. It's <laughs> <laughs> very my competitive. Well, streak comes you see,
0: in. you're such a skinny little thing. It <laughs> requires a little more weight.
1: That's exactly what someone else said to me. <laughs> they said, "Don't feel bad. It's just because you're you don't weigh enough. You don't have enough weight on your team." Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. It was, but we did the curling. We went. We were inside in the facility, and we again broke up into teams, and we did it. It was definitely not easy, but it was fun and funny. so it was you know this whole like sweeping Uh, sweeping sweeping sweeping, really really fast i was like oh my god i'm getting anxiety from this this like panic mode it feels like you're in panic but anyway all right um on to my next topic so looking forward to seeing i'm going to talk about the outfits be sure and watch and be sure and watch these the flag bearers especially look for their jackets i want to talk about that next week um and the closing ceremonies uh was it closing ceremonies? There were another uh, set of outfits that were revealed, that just revealed. Oh. Um, they kind of held off not opening. It must have been clo- closing. Anyway, I'll be talking a little bit more about all of that. All right, next, let's talk trendy. To invest or not to invest in handbag. I have 10 fall handbag trends from the runways. To think about now, but I say to start carrying now. I love doing this. I love to be a little bit ahead of the curve and to kind of see what's coming down the pike. And some of these things are kind of de- no, not kind of, definitely things you'll have in your closet. Um, but you're, you know, they'll be hitting stores soon, so you'll see this more and more. By the way, fall is officially in retailers. Um, I've been to two events now. One was at Nordstrom for their anniversary event, and one was at Saks, and I saw they were previewing fall merchandise so I got to see a lot um you know nothing really like any different it's the typical cardigans and chunky sweaters lots of plaid I did see lots of plaid which I'm happy about I love Mm. plaid and um yeah so we'll see what's to come all right so plaid's
0: one of the nicest patterns Agree. You can do a lot of different things with it. Versatile. I mean, I've seen purple plaids, which are really interesting sometimes. There's a lot of things you can do with it.
1: Yeah, I've seen a purple plaid, and I've seen plaid that's like a neutral color with a hot pink stripe through it. Cool. So very subtle, but just gave that little twist. Mm. I agree. It's versatile, and it's uh, unisex, and it's ageless. It's like plaid really can... I, I think I talked about this a long time ago on the show. I remember saying, you know, if you think of plaid, you can think of 90s grunge you know you can think of like the grunge bands straight out of seattle you can think of a farmer plaid you can think of a schoolgirl with a uniform plaid you can think of the scot scots you know british and scotland or like you know the the prince what is it called prince prince plaid i can't find my words today the um the tartans the tartans yeah prince of wales that's it prince of wales plaid you really can think but of a lot of different I think, things.
0: Yeah, the neat thing is the pattern can be very tiny, or it can be huge, almost as big as color blocking. Yeah. It, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I also like the fact that, I have to say, I'm a little jealous. I wish I had some Scottish in my blood because, <laughs> because I was told by someone who is Scottish that, each family has their own plaid, has mm-hmm. their own tartan. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little bit jealous about that. I think I could, I could just, like, make one for my family, Actually,
0: right? each family generally has two different tartans. Oh, really? Y- yeah, there's, like, the one you wear regularly daily. One's dressy daily, and, one's, and the, Yeah, and the other one is for uh, special occasions. You're
1: making me and even they more jealous. And tend to
0: go a, a green quite often with the special occasions and kind of a red for the, for the for regular, the daily.
1: Got it. Oh, interesting. And you're Being Scottish, Scottish. I was yeah, going to yeah. say, because you have Scottish yeah, in your yeah. blood. Okay. All right. But
0: I'm... You know, my family is part of a large family that that is where where the tartan's involved. Our family is part of the Murray clan. That's the word I'm trying to look for, clan. Clan, yes. So each clan has their own tartan or tartans. Right,
1: right, right, yes.
0: So small doesn't have a particular tartan, but Murray does.
1: Got it, and you're part of the bigger. Yeah. Got it. I'm I'm just, yeah, I'm jealous of that for sure, 100%. (laughs) I'm going to make my own plaid, my own tartan. And I'm just going to, you know, that's, I don't, I don't have oh, kids, but well, why not? Right. I'm going to make my husband wear it. I'm going to wear it. <laughs> make, maybe make my dogs wear it. That's it. That's our clan. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I've, that's what I've been seeing in handbags, oversized bags. I'm not talking oversized, huge oversized bags were all the rage on the runways. This is great for travel. This is great for commuting again. We're going to be, lots of people are starting to commute again um, in the fall. I think this is something to, and so invest or to not, I would say yes, invest. Sculptural bags is next on my list. What is that? Oh, um, Basically something that's kind of architectural looking. It might slope up to one side. It's not um, symmetrical. Um, It's cute. The ones I've seen were kind of smaller. Shoulder bags kind of fit right under your arm. Um, Yeah, I I would invest it. I would say this... This is something that will kind of come in and out of style. I think of specifically the Fendi, famous Fendi bag. It's called the Fendi Baguette from years ago. And this is similar to that. Um, so it's sort of a classic silhouette. And it's a good size. It's a good everyday bag. So something that's a little bit more sculptural. And by the way, it's not. Uh, this isn't any specific brand. I'm just talking the trends in general. Also on my list is Boxy Structured. I like this one. This is more like think like a doctor's bag or like a binoc- something that looks like a binocular bag, more square shaped um, and boxy, almost like a 40s silhouette, 50s silhouette. Those kind of handbags that were like small little boxes with a little handle. Uh, but what I saw a lot of was boxy structured with sort of contrast stitching. So black with yellow or, or um, navy with, with light blue, like just contrast stitching. And I think I like this a lot. I also like the fact that many of, because these are small bags. So imagine like a little box, maybe eight by eight or 10 by eight, whatever it is, rather small with a little handle. And a lot of them have a longer strap so you can cross body it. So it's convenient and it uh, again, versatile. Um, Also on my list, cushion bags. Okay, what is that? That's kind of, it's somewhat oversized. I've also seen mini versions. They're basically kind of puffy, soft, squishing. Opposite of the boxy structure one, they're just like soft and squishy. No no structure. Um, The best one I can give you an example is Bottega Veneta has a very, very expensive bag that's been out now for a couple seasons called The Cloud. And it's a clutch, so it goes under your arm doesn't have any straps. Uh, That's not true. I think it does. And it looks, it just looks squishy. It just literally looks like a little pillow. If you had a little small pillow and put it under your arm, that's what this bag looks like. So versions of that I've seen. I've seen smaller ones and bigger ones. Um, I would say do not invest in this one unless that's really your favorite type of bag. It's not that practical. Clutches are all usually, uh, you know, more an evening bag. Um, listen I own a ton of clutches specifically for evenings and even within that some clutches are oversized and huge and easier to carry some are teeny tiny and strictly only for you know more formal events so you know in terms of investing I would say no um and then also on my list was fuzzy bags so lots of fuzzy bags uh, what I mean by fuzzy is sort of like shearling-looking bags. Lots of shearling and fur I've seen on the runways. Now, we saw this last season as well, so it's not new, but um, it sort of continues on. And uh, Fendi sort of started this trend also. It looks very cozy to me, kind of Aspen-looking. Um, invest, I would say no, because this feels like a trend unless you you know live in a cold climate Most of the time, and that would be your everyday bag, you'd get a lot of use out of it. Then I would probably, I was trying to imagine, like, would this, could this be practical? And that's how I was deeming whether you should invest or not, is how much use you were going to get out of it. And for me, I say no. Um, I also don't love it. It's very casual looking, you know, a fuzzy furry bag or a shearling bag. It's very cute, but very, very, very casual. And I always like my bags to be structured and a little, a little bit more. Overdressed than my outfit, (laughs) if that makes sense. I don't know why, I just do. I feel like the shoes and accessories, if they're a little bit more polished and I'm wearing a t shirt and jeans, I like that. I feel like it's balance. So a casual bag is just not my. Plus, this is very, again, unstructured. So I would say do not invest. Fringe is next on my list. Okay, nothing new here. This is um, kind of a new spin on the 70s style. What I did see was the fringe was super, super, super thick. So almost like yarn it looked like hanging. This was um, on the runway at Chloe. Um, So this one I'm going to say invest only if you really love this style.
0: So this wasn't leather.
1: This wasn't leather. Mm. No, right. Because it was Chloe. Did you know that? Because it was Chloe. Oh, because I said yarn.
0: Yeah, but I didn't know that Chloe doesn't do leather
1: No, they do, they do But this particular one, this particular line was not Uh Um, So I thought, I was going to say, wow, Bob, you're really on it (laughs) You're really listening to me baffle these days No, it's Stella McCartney that never does leather Uh But Chloe has a few things that are not leather Hmm. Um, Also on the list was micro bags So again, this has been a trend We've seen these, these are out now um, this is a hard no for me. And micro, I'm talking teeny tiny, like it's the size of a change purse. And they're extremely expensive. Some of the, Now, yes, you can always get a lower price point. Zara does them. You know, different stores will do them. I'm sure H&M does it. So the lower price point stores, I'm sure, do their version. I'm talking about designer and what we saw on the runway. So literally looks like a keychain maybe a oversized keychain and i'm looking my girlfriend has one and i said i don't even want to know what you paid for that because i'm i'm not one to talk trust me i have Paid for things that people would think I was crazy, but this one I can't get my head around. I'm like, what do you fit in there? Because clearly not your phone.
0: Well, how do you carry it too? Do you have to use a hand carrying it? Or? No,
1: there's a long strap. So you, you oh, some long of them, strap. yeah, oh, okay. some of them are so tiny you can wear them around your neck like a necklace. All right, that, and it's I like, could,
0: a, I could see that. Yeah,
1: like imagine a change. I was picturing a, a,
0: a wristlet kind of thing as yep, well. That would be cute. <laughs> no.
1: So you could
0: kind of carry it in your hand or let go of it and it would just hang from your wrist. Oh, with like
1: a little strap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's a good idea. Hmm. The ones I've seen ha- all have long straps so you can wear it cross body or around your neck. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're so tiny. I don't know what you're fitting. You're not fitting a wallet. You're not fitting a phone. You're fitting lipstick and maybe, maybe keys or a key, I would say.
0: It won't even carry credit cards?
1: So, uh, some of them, no. Some wow. of them, yes. I, but it would probably, you know, depending on the width, you could probably carry like a card or two. That's about it.
0: Then again, maybe you don't want to carry a card in that. It's too easy to, for somebody to grab it. That's
1: true. Yeah. That's true. So, okay, mm. well, then now let's talk practicality. Now yeah. where, are you, where are you going without a card? And who carries cash anymore? So yeah. <laughs> you're not going far, right? Maybe you're going for a walk around the block. <laughs> I don't know. Well,
0: maybe you can put the card in a pocket somewhere that's not visible
1: maybe you just carry a bigger bag well <laughs> I think I don't I just I'm I, not loving this trend I, I don't you're experimenting the
0: with different ways for women to carry stuff
1: I'll tell you what I do like about this this trend I would do a little tiny micro bag not a designer one of course not I would I wouldn't spend you know two thousand dollars or a thousand dollars on this teeny tiny what's really ultimately a change purse on a string I would, however, get a much, much cheaper, lower, inexpensive one. And I would carry it kind of sort of knotted around my bigger bag, almost like a little charm or something. I would do that. Hmm. And then that I've seen, by the way. It's not something I invented. But I've seen where there's a bigger, almost like a doctor bag, and then they have this little smaller bag. I think Chanel did it a few years ago, yeah, hooked onto the bigger bag. That's fine. I would do that because, again, it's then a change purse or like a little just an accessory on your bag. Mm. So... Anyway, um, the other thing I saw a ton of were chunky chains. So this, again, is not new. Bottega Veneta has been doing this. J.W. Anderson is also doing this. Um, This trend sort of popped up in footwear as a footwear detail last year. So kind of like a little chain going around your ankle where a strap would be. There's been chains. And then we saw this in um, bags, I don't love this. It's They're heavy, by the way, unless you're getting one that's made really, really inexpensive. But then why would you want to carry that? Then it feels like plasticky. I don't know. To me, it doesn't feel nice. So if you're compromising on the price, you're compromising on the quality as well in this case. so um, But the real ones meaning like the ones done by Bottega Veneta. I went into Saks, actually, right here on the avenue. I was shopping for skincare, and I happened to see the ones. This was last year. I saw the bag I'm talking about with this big, thick, think like Mr. T, big, chunky chain, and that's the strap, and it's gold. Mm. So it's really, you know, it's eye-catching. It's kind of cool. Well, I said, I, okay, I have to pick this up and see how heavy it is. And the sales girl looked at me and said, it's very heavy. <laughs> and it was. It was like holding a big chain. And I thought, I don't know you're putting this on your shoulder yeah I don't know so for me this is a no 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 go no no investing but I'll tell you what is a yes bright saturated colors yes I love this this was on a lot of um runways last year so we're going to be seeing this coming into the fall brightly bright saturated not neon but more just uh heavily saturated like reds and purples and blues and greens um love this adds something to any outfit you could wear you could be wearing a uniform you could just be wearing a suit neutrals whatever maybe you're not big on color but the bag could be your pop of color so i love 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 that and the last on my list is Avant-garde style. This is always a yes for me. This is where you can experiment. Again, if you're someone that tends to dress a little bit more conservative or not, or maybe you dress super casually, and you're not really experimenting much in your look and your kind of everyday uniform, I think um, this is where you can change it up with your shoe and handbag, but definitely the handbag. It can change an outfit. It can change an entire feel of an outfit. And if you go for something that's maybe oh i don't want to say it could be designer but if it's made really well the resale value could also go up depends on on what you're investing in so i would say yes to investing in this and if and again if we're talking designer brands that would be definitely yes and the value definitely goes up especially if it's like a rare piece it's almost like art i like it Hmm. um all right um i have uh, i've Time for some qu- a question from the website. I had a bunch of questions I kind of gathered I wanted to get to today. So um, thank you for writing in. Thank you for all the support, by the way. And if you want to um, ask a question, you can go to my website. It's wardrobe a- m- website or my blog, by the way. They both get you there. So stylebytina.com or wardrobeenvy.com. It's wardrobe hyphen. and there's a little button on the upper left corner says ask the stylist just click on that submit your question and i won't spam you trust me and i will answer it i answer all the questions and then some of them i read aloud so lisa from greenwich asks how can i love this question how can i wear puffy sleeves without looking juvenile um i like this because i like puffy sleeves but here's the thing i get it i understand it's kind of a love or hate thing i think first of all there's sort of different uh vol- volumes of puffiness so some it depends on the fabric if you don't want a huge 80s style dynasty alexis carrington puff i get it you don't want like the taffeta or the the 80s bridesmaids the taffeta There's lots of fabrics, cotton or softer, like a knit, that are just a slight puff. So there's that. So you can kind of do that. The other thing is keep the outfit sort of more sleek and tailored. Um, Choose a soft fabric, and I think you've got to keep it more sleek and tailored. So if you're going with something slightly puffy, puff sleeve, I would keep it paired with either a straight leg denim, um, an A-line skirt, or even a pair of classic fit trousers like men's trousers would be great because the puffiness is so feminine. You kind of balance it out with um, something super, super sleek and polished. Um, It also then makes it less sort of Disney princessy, so... Um, but I encourage you, try it. It's a great trend. All right, that'll do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Join me next week. We're going to talk about Olympic fashion. Join me on Fashion Friday on
0: 1490
1: WGCH. Jean Kelly, for the Ginger Rogers, dance on air. They had style, they had grace. Rita Hayward gave good faith. Lauren Kaplan, Manitou. Betty Davis, we love you.
0: Get to it, strike the point, there's nothing to it. Ooh. Ooh, you've got to let your body go to the music. Ooh, you've got to just let your body go with the flow. Ooh, you've got to go, go, go. <laughs> AM 1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
1: The Taliban say they do not want to control power, but they demand
0: that there won't be peace in Afghanistan until there's a new government in Kabul. And President Ghani is removed. General Mark Miley of the United States reported this week the Taliban has strategic momentum and he did not rule out a complete Taliban takeover.